This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. How would you like a 15% discount to my daily email, the stack of stuff, the show notes, discounts to the conference, all of that? All you need to do is text the word SHOW to 33777. You'll get the annual subscription with a 15% discount to my daily email. You'll get the stack of stuff, the links to the show notes, discounts to the conference, and so much more. All you have to do is text the word SHOW, S-H-O-W, to 33777. Text SHOW to 33777. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour One. Hello, America. Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone number, you want to be on the program, 877-973-7425. There's some breaking news that's happening right now. The president is announcing he has decided how to respond to the Iranian attack, given his record. Who knows? Maybe it'll be retreat from the Middle East. There's other big breaking news happening right now. Uh, Congresswoman Cori Bush is under federal investigation. Yesterday, at the end of the show, I, I didn't have a chance to play the audio because we were wrapping up the end of the show. The House clerk read into the record in the House that the House had been put on notice that the Department of Justice uh, had made a records request to the House of Representatives. Did not say what that records request was. But it was for a pending criminal investigation. And what was so interesting is the media pounced that, ah, they're investigating the Republicans. Actually, no, uh, they are investigating Missouri Representative Cori Bush over misspending federal security money. The department has subpoenaed the House Sergeant at Arms, the chamber's top law enforcement official, for records relating to the alleged misspending, according to six separate sources. She's been in the House since 2021 and has not publicly commented on the investigation. This plays to an overarching story, and we'll get back into the details of this later. But I want to begin with something else. I've thought about how to do this and when to do this, and I think now is probably the appropriate time. Uh, We're at the end of January. We are headed towards uh, the South Carolina primary the Nevada caucus into Super Tuesday, the beginning of March, and it's clear right now, uh, Nikki Haley, as much as I like her, she doesn't have a path forward in the GOP pending some anomaly, uh, uh, convictions, bankruptcies of Trump, withdrawal from the race, stuff like that. So it's going to be Trump versus Biden. And I've been in the game long enough to know and learned in 2016 that uh, I don't think either side should definitively say with firm conviction that they are going to win the race. And I want to just spend a little bit of time with you on my thinking, the paths to victory for both sides, because both have a path to victory. And for perspective, the race is probably going to come down to about 50,000 votes in the Electoral College, spread between several key swing states. In the real clear politics polling average right now, if you were to look at that and say, where does the race stand? And again, I think it's important to note 
that the polling averages have been pretty good so far this year, particularly the mainstream media polling. And among registered voters right now, among registered voters, Donald Trump leads 3.9%. In fact, if you go through the polling right now of voters, Rasmussen has Trump up eight among likely voters. CBS News has Trump up two among likely voters. Harvard Harris has Trump up six among registered voters. All the others I mentioned are registered voters. Trump up six in the Messenger Harvard X poll. Trump up one in the Economist YouGov poll. Up five in the Reuters Ipsos poll. Up two in the Morning Consult poll. Up one in the Emerson poll. Trump up 3.9% overall. And Donald Trump has always beaten his polling average by a percentage point or two. So if in the polling he's up 3.9%, he might actually be up 5% in the polls right now among registered voters. That's important nationwide. That is important. When you get into the Electoral College averages, Trump is up 6.6% in the average in Georgia. He's up uh, 49% in North Carolina. Biden is up a sixteenth of a point in Pennsylvania. In Michigan, Biden is up 5.3%. In Wisconsin, they're tied. In Nevada, it's Trump up 5.4%. In um, in Arizona, it's Trump up 4.8%. In the Electoral College, Donald Trump is dominating in the states in a way he is nationally among registered voters. So Democrats who insist that Donald Trump can't win, though the polling has been few and far between, Donald Trump is doing very well in the swing states that matter. Uh, in fact, uh, you have to give not only Donald Trump the advantage right now in the polling average, but importantly, in the electoral college states that matter, Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, those are the states that are ultimately going to matter. That's 77 electoral college votes. Donald Trump is ahead in all but Pennsylvania. If Donald Trump were to win those states that he's ahead in right now, he would win 293 electoral college votes and Joe Biden would win 245 it's rather remarkable to see. And you should keep that perspective in mind if you are a Democrat that Donald Trump has a real path to victory. And in fact, given the way that this race is shaping up, Donald Trump probably will be the president of the United States in 2025. So what is Trump's actual path to victory? Well, his path to victory to some degree is events. Because right now, the American public does not believe that the economy is working for them, even as I've mentioned, the economic data is continuing to improve across the board. You've got over 3% growth. You have inflation now roughly around 2% where the Fed wanted it, which means they're probably going to cut rates um, probably by the summer, which means you're going to uh, spark stock market bounce. The stock market's doing well right now. People's 401ks are doing better. All of that stuff looks good, except we have events abroad. Uh, Aramco from Saudi Arabia, their big oil company, has announced it's not going to produce more oil. Therefore, you're probably going to have gas prices go up. Democrats today are already pouncing that this is a sign that Saudi Arabia is trying to throw the election to Donald Trump. It was Russia in 2020, and now it's the Saudi Arabians. Democrats today already making that case. You would think the Democrats would be happy that Saudi Arabia is not going to expand its oil production, therefore good for the planet, huh? No, no, they're very upset with it.
There's the situation in the Middle East. Joe Biden dealing with Iran. He could escalate it. Joe Biden, you should note, and I meant to make this point yesterday. Then a listener reached out to me and reminded me. I, I had it in my notes to make, and I didn't. And then he made it for me that if you follow along with how Joe Biden, Anthony Blinken, and, and um, Secretary Gates are responding to the Iranian, it's very much how McNamara responded in Vietnam. It's incremental. It's responsive and ultimately leads to a wider engagement uh, because as we do incremental responses to Iranian engagement after they've killed a handful, three American soldiers, all from Georgia, it's just going to provoke further responses. And because we didn't hit very hard, uh, Iran has now been able to rally Russia and China who are warning us not to respond. Good luck. These black swan events, these wild card events, they could turn the table to Donald Trump. Why? Because there was not a war in Ukraine when Donald Trump was president. There was not a war in the Middle East when Donald Trump was president. And China was not as expansionist when Donald Trump was president. These things matter greatly. Do not say, Democrats, Donald Trump can't win right now, not only in the polling average, which has thus far been very accurate for 2024's primaries, not only is Donald Trump ahead of Joe Biden, but in the swing states, he's ahead in every single one of them except Pennsylvania. And there, I'm aware of internal polling that has Trump doing better than the public polling, which is somewhat outdated. Donald Trump absolutely can win. Joe Biden can absolutely win, too. See, there are differences. With Donald Trump, the path forward is events-based. With Joe Biden, it's personality-based. 53% of Americans say they will never vote for Donald Trump. 53% say they will never vote for Donald Trump. 13% of Americans say they don't want Donald Trump, though they can be persuaded to vote for him. Democrats are citing this poll a lot. It is a recurring theme, and you should also know it's a very consistent theme. It is very, very consistent, and it has been consistent for a year that 53% of Americans say no matter what, they won't vote for Donald Trump. But you know what the Democrats ignore about that poll? Americans don't all vote. Does it matter that 53% of Americans say they'll never vote for Donald Trump? What matters is likely voters. Now, you should understand the difference between all Americans, all American adults, registered voters, and likely voters. When you survey all Americans, you're surveying people who vote and people who don't vote. People who are registered to vote and people who are not registered to vote. When you survey registered voters, again, you're surveying people who may not even vote. Most Americans, when they get their driver's license, are automatically registered to vote. Doesn't matter if they never show up at the polls. It absolutely doesn't matter. So when you hear, uh, for example, Donald Trump is ahead among registered voters, doesn't matter. It is absolutely irrelevant to the election. Pollsters use registered voters early in, in races, so they get a snapshot of where most voting Americans are. Towards September, after Labor Day, they shift to likely voters, where they specifically pay attention to just the voters who have a pattern of voting. Those are called likely voters. Who is more likely to vote, someone who's registered to vote who doesn't actually show up at the polls or someone who does have a pattern of voting? Does it matter if you're registered to vote? If you've never voted, you're not actually a likely voter. But if you have voted in the past, you are. This is the catch for the Republicans. Among people who voted in 2020, Joe Biden wins. 
It's the widest turnout election. I know there are Republicans who have epistemically, religiously, by faith, convinced themselves that 81 million people did not vote for Joe Biden. They're right. 81 million people voted against Donald Trump. It's the highest turnout election. If those people turn out again, Donald Trump loses. Here's a problem for Democrats, though. There's a shakeup of the swing states. All Americans don't matter. Swing states matter. And Donald Trump's winning in those. But again, events matter greatly for Donald Trump to win. Personality matters for Joe Biden. Because as much as Americans do not like Joe Biden's job performance, they like Joe Biden more than Donald Trump. Now, I realize if you're a Republican, again, we're, we're doing analysis here outside of our biases. And you need to understand that as much as you love Donald Trump, most Americans don't. And as much as you hate Joe Biden, most Americans hate Joe Biden's job performance, but don't hate Joe Biden the man. You have to keep that in mind. Donald Trump has an aggressive case against Joe Biden for his job performance. Joe Biden's entire case against Donald Trump is personality-driven. That makes it harder for Joe Biden to win because you may dislike Trump, but if you don't like Biden's job performance, you remember Trump's job performance is actually pretty good. Democrats and, and woke progressive activists may hate it, but Trump's got a record to sell based on what it was like in his office. It's notable Democrats and the media, hello, Axios, left-wing news site, are pushing the, well, Trump talks about his economic record, but look at how 2020 performed. Nobody blames Trump for that. They blame COVID. The only people trying to blame him are Axios and the Democrats. All of this is to say, don't dismiss Joe Biden's ability to persuade Americans that they cannot afford four years of chaos from Donald Trump. Joe Biden has a real path to victory. He has incumbency, and incumbency gives you an advantage. One of the reasons incumbency gives you an advantage is because in most states, the incumbent's at the top of the ballot. And people who are general-only voters, they check the first box, gives Joe Biden a bit of an advantage. Joe Biden also has an advantage if Robert Kennedy becomes the libertarian candidate, as he's uh, toying with. Every bit of data I've seen, Republican and Democrat, shows that Kennedy pulls more votes from Donald Trump because of COVID trutherism and anti-vaccine stances than he does from Joe Biden. Robert Kennedy actually helps Joe Biden. Voters who like Donald Trump, who are flirting with Robert Kennedy, need to understand that. Joe Manchin, if he were to run as a third-party candidate, first, he would struggle because of ballot access. And two, there's no guarantee he would pull people away from Joe Biden. He might pull Republicans away from Trump. Let's just look at Trump and Biden. Trump has a very clear path to victory and right now is cruising towards election in November. But do not underestimate people's dis like of Donald Trump and that Joe Biden plays that up. Donald Trump's biggest advantage right now in this election is one, he's underexposed and two, he's off social media. If the media works to elevate Donald Trump's exposure, that's going to drive up his negatives and that's going to be Joe Biden's strategy to platform Donald Trump as much as possible and put Trump in front of the media. Trump's team has been very careful, very smart to keep him sidelined. And in fact, in fact, he's been tied up in court. And believe it or not, that's given Trump an advantage. There are all sorts of factors here that help and hurt both candidates. My main point of, of going through this with you is for both sides, Democrat and Republican, to understand if you are adamant today that your candidate is going to be the one to win, 
One of you is going to be right and one of you is going to be wrong. But just because you're right in November doesn't mean that today is the day that your candidate won the race. It means this is going to come down to about 50,000 people. Trump has huge advantages, but never underestimate his ability to put his foot in his mouth, the Democrats' ability to tie him up in court, and the fact that he doesn't have the money to fund to get out the race, get out the vote campaign that Joe Biden does. All of these factors come in. Democrats, don't underestimate the fact that in the swing states right now, voters, not just Republicans, prefer Donald Trump. Bottom line, the race is going to be super close. And neither side should take anything for granted because both have a clear path to victory. Only one will in November. But God help us. It's going to be Trump versus Biden. Want to be on the show? Hello? Hello? I, I love your show. Now, Call Eric now. You're wondering all of the magic audio coming from or not. Well, part of the problem here is that my soundboard has completely collapsed on me here at the last minute. So let's see if I can do this again so that Jim can go to commercial break. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. The great thing about this technology I have is I can reboot it quickly. Sorry about the hiccup there. But wild. I just just couldn't hear anything. Turns out y'all were hearing everything, and I just wasn't hearing anything. That That's totally fine. Uh, when we come back, I'll take your phone calls on this. If you have any questions, 877-973-7425. Uh, and we are going to push out, if you want to hear that again, uh, analysis, you can actually subscribe to the show notes, text DATA to 33777, uh, and, and subscribe. I just think I, when I hear people so definitively right now saying one or the other is absolutely going to win, uh, if there's any absolute, it's got to be on Trump's side, not spot, not Biden's side. And but both sides are having a real hard time separating their passions for reality. And the reality is, this election is going to be decided by about fifty thousand voters spread over five states. And right now, Trump's ahead in all of those. Do you want to bank with people who hate you? You shouldn't, and more and more the left has taken over banks and turning them against conservatives and, and conservative gun owners and conservative activists. John Rich, Ben Carson, Larry Elder, and some like-minded banking experts got really concerned about this, and they came up with Old Glory Bank that respects you, your values, freedom, faith, family, the flag. It's my bank. I use them. My bank account is with them. It is America's online bank, and they've got some great technology with Old Glory Bank. You can even take cash to 85,000 retail locations around the country and deposit it straight to your Old Glory Bank account. They do home loans, VA, conventional FHA loans. They have great budgeting features online. They have a great website and online banking. Uh, you can save for vacation, retirement. They make it easy. There is no monthly fee on checking or savings accounts, none. You're not going to get that from banks that hate you. So cancel your bank before it cancels you. Switch to Old Glory Bank, oldglorybank.com. In less than eight minutes, you can get an account. They are a member FDIC, equal housing lender. Terms and conditions apply. Oldglorybank.com. It is my bank. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the phone uh, with me? Uh, you can also text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777 and get the show notes, the podcast, the live stream, all that stuff. I want to go to Vince. Vince has been waiting patiently. Welcome to the show, Vince. How are you? Hey, Eric. Thanks for having me on. Uh, listen, your timing on that promo for your texting and saying, you know, you bring the truth. I, I couldn't agree more and amen to that. I, I listen to conservative podcasts a lot, and they tell me what I want to hear. Uh, you don't do that. Sometimes you tell us what we don't want to hear, but it's truth, and I really appreciate that. I just wanted to thank say you that very much because there is a question coming for you. All right, that that question. Now, I, I love the analysis; it's it, it's somewhat motivating, and 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 I want to put a precursor here. I I don't want to, uh, you know, deter the audience from voting day because I suspect they're they they've got a few things up their sleeve in the Biden campaign. And they're even poking the bear with uh, some virus talk here and there. And I guess they're looking to see what the reaction is going to be. I don't think it's going to work if it is in their bag. But what, what if anything, is going to stop the, the Biden machine from, from I don't want to say cheat or steal, because I know you don't like that, but the, the rigging and the fraud. What, what, I mean, is there an answer to that? Okay, so this is the problem, and I'm glad glad you say that. So let me say first, for those who are new listeners on, on the rigging of the fraud, uh, every election has, has integrity issues. The question is, is it enough to shake, uh, shape the election? We can go back and forth on that one. But let's just be honest here. Both sides, I think, in states, because both sides are convinced the other was up to no good in 2020. I, I kind of, I have a pet working theory, Vince, that you're going to see some diehard conservative activists try to do in 2024 what they think and accuse the Democrats of doing in 2020. And of course, the Democrats are going to round them up and throw them in jail. At the same time, I suspect you're going to see more hanky-panky from Democrats than we've ever seen before because they're convinced Donald Trump is an epistemic threat uh, to the integrity of democracy in America. So uh, while I think that in 2020 we may not like the outcome and there were issues that ultimately it, it was a um, it was an election that uh, for all the issues with integrity was the election, I think we're going to see both sides go to the mats to try to stop each other this time. My concern is I that so. if well, let me just say this. I, I, I think my concern is that if you think that when Donald Trump was president of the United States, controlled Homeland Security, the FBI, and had multiple Republican governors in states, uh, and Joe Biden could still steal it, that you have an even harder time keeping it from being stolen when Joe Biden's now president controls Homeland Security, the FBI, and you have oh, yeah. Democrats control in Arizona, Michigan, and Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania in ways you didn't in 2020. Yeah, true. It's scary. Uh, I, I do hope... Um, the mail-in balloting, if that's a thing, again, uh, I, I've heard from several, again, podcasts uh, who shall remain nameless, that we got to play their game. Um, I know there's not a lot of integrity in it, but, my God, we're, we're talking about the, the future of this country. And I can't imagine. First, oh, another thing, I don't think Biden is going to be the one. I think at the Democratic National Convention, Michelle Obama, and I know that sounds crazy, I think she's going to be the next coming of the Messiah, if you will. 
All right. Democrats. Let, let me let me say something on this one because I, I actually wrote about this. It's kind of funny you should bring this up, Vince, because I literally wrote this this morning to go live in November because I'm getting this more and more about Michelle Obama from from a lot of people. And I'm not sure which podcasts and others that have really started floating this idea, but it's becoming a real big thing. And what I really want to say in, in all truth, candor and honesty is I don't think it'll happen. Maybe it will. But if we get to November and this hasn't happened, I I hope that every one of you who is convinced that it's Michelle Obama, if it doesn't happen, that you will recall the podcasts and pundits who pushed the idea into your head and we'll stop listening to them. I don't actually think it'll happen for a number of reasons. Look, anything is possible. But the main reason I don't think it'll happen is because you have a lot of hungry Democrats who have been waiting in line for the old geezer to croak, and he hasn't. And he's they're mad that he promised to be a one-term guy. He's running for a second term, and they're all politicians. Michelle Obama's not. And while she could probably use o- Brock's clout, uh, you're going to have Kamala Harris standing in her way. You're going to have Gavin Newsom standing in her way. You're going to have An- uh, Andy Bashir standing in her way. You're going to have Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders standing in her way. There are going to be a lot of politicians who say, wait a second, uh, it's our turn if the old guy is croaked or gone or decides not to do it. It's not her turn. She's done nothing, and we have. And there would be a fight for it. I, I don't see them doing it. Now, if I'm the one who's wrong and this happens, feel free to disregard everything I say in the future. But please do the opposite as well. If I'm right... Whoever is the pundit, whoever is the prognosticator, whoever is the podcast host who's been seeding your mind with this idea, unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. It's like the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey stuff. You know, Jesse Waters on Fox News last night began to seed the idea that this is some sort of Pentagon PSYOP campaign, the the Taylor Swift, um, Travis Kelsey relationship. I have seen... Um, right-wing, they're not conservative, they're just right-wing pundits and podcasters in the last 24 hours float this idea that somehow Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, mentioned this yesterday, are not in a real relationship. This is all about helping Joe Biden get elected. I hope that you will stop listening to those voices. It is, some of y'all are beginning to believe bat crap crazy stuff because you've put your trust in hucksters and grifters who are trying to keep you anxious, trying to keep you engaged in a soap opera story and a narrative that isn't real. That the if if you if you're listening to someone who tells you Travis Kelsey and and Taylor Swift aren't in a real relationship, it's all about Joe Biden and some sort of psyop campaign. Delete those people now. On the Michelle Obama stuff, let's wait and see what happens at the convention. Let's wait and see. Um, as I've mentioned. I have a hard time believing that one because of the vast array of Democrats who behind the scenes are seething with resentment that Biden was going to be a one-term guy, and he's now decided to go a second term, and they know it's now or never for them. Elizabeth Warren, prime example, she's aging out. She's still younger than them, younger than than, than him and, and, and Trump, but she's aging out. And if Biden was going to be one term, she was going to run again. She kept her operation in place. She's not standing for Michelle Obama. And keep in mind, there's another angle here that doesn't come up on our side of the aisle. Why? Doesn't come up on our side of the aisle because the podcasters and the pundits on the right do not spend any time anymore trying to understand the other side. 
They don't build bridges with the other side. They don't relate to the other side. They don't talk to the other side. They don't have friends on the other side. I think I'm the last man standing in that regard. And I can tell you, when I talk to the pundits on the left and the Democratic strategists, you know what I hear? They're mad as hell at Barack Obama. They're mad as hell at Barack Obama. Why? Trump. They believe Obama set in place and in motion the things that brought about Donald Trump. And they believe that Joe Biden is having to pick up the pieces of Barack Obama's failures. And they don't talk about it publicly because they're better at showing unity than we are on the right. We're a herd of cats. They're a herd of lemmings. But behind the scenes, there's a lot of seething resentment from progressives, particularly progressives, about Barack Obama. And those people are not going to give Michelle Obama a pass to be the nominee for the Democratic side. Again, I could be destroying my radio career here. But if Michelle Obama becomes the Democratic nominee, feel free to ignore me for the rest of my life. However, if Michelle Obama does not become the Democratic nominee come August at the Democratic convention, y'all need to do a serious accounting of which were the pundits and which were the prognosticators and which were the podcasters who seeded your mind with that idea and delete them. Because the, the, the level of, of detachment from reality that is happening on our side right now, what is the danger that I believe is happening to the right is what happened to the left with Howard Dean and John Kerry and John Edwards in, in 2004. The 2004 campaign was really the rise of the internet and the left got it before the right did. The left was highly online before the right ever was. And online in 2004, the left, and again, you fast forward to 2016, the same thing happened. The left became convinced that online was the same reality as offline, and it wasn't. And it blew them out of the water in 2004 and in 2016. And my concern and my fear is right now, most of the major podcast hosts on the right and a lot of the pundits on the right are highly online individuals. Their persona, their existence, everything about them is defined by who they are online. And the result of this is they become highly online themselves, and they've mistaken online for offline. They've mistaken the online reality for the offline reality. And that is a dangerous, dangerous thing to do because online and offline are completely different. It is one of the fundamental failures of the DeSantis campaign that his, his the people around him to this day reject the idea. And it's the God's honest truth regardless of what they think. The moment that Ron DeSantis decided to announce his campaign on Twitter instead of having a big stage production was the moment I knew his campaign was in jeopardy because they were too online. Allegedly 20 million people are on Twitter. You know how many people regularly use Twitter? It's like less than 5% of the American population. DeSantis's willingness to launch his campaign there instead of on a stage that every news network would have covered live, and don't say they wouldn't because they did it for Tim Scott, they did it for Nikki Haley, they did it for Joe Biden, they did it for Donald Trump, they do it for all of them. They did it for Mike Pence. They did it for Doug Burgum, for God's sakes. Of course they would have done it for DeSantis. 
The moment he decided to do it online instead of on a stage that he controlled the optics was the moment it was a recognition DeSantis was too online. And the danger for the GOP right now is that too many of its loud voices are too online. They don't relate to people or interact with people in the real world. As much as I, you see me on social media, I spend way more time talking to people who are not online, including many people in this radio program, many many of this audience who are are not defined. Do you know the, the demographic of, of my audience that I have researched the snot out of? And it, it translates from my the people who read me online um, to to here is they're married with young kids who spend their day working, do not have time for Twitter and social media. They want to watch sports and TV. They don't want to keep up with the news. And so they tune in to me to tell them what's going on in the world, knowing they're not going to get a BS spin job answer. And then they can go live their life informed by what they hear here. They are not highly online engaged individuals. And I love that. I love that that's my audience because they live in the real world. They've got jobs. They've got kids. They've got worries. They've got concerns. They've got elderly parents they're worried about. They've got young kids in school that they're worried about. They're worried about their careers. They're worried about their neighborhoods. Uh, They've got concerns about the economy and concerns about politics, but they're far more interested in the real world than what's online. And the more Republican pundits are worried about what's online and selling the online bill of goods about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and Michelle Obama and the like, the more detached the grassroots of the GOP become from reality, which is where you get the QAnon conspiracy theories. It's no coincidence the largest voices who peddle the Pizzagate nonsense, QAnon nonsense, are also the same people peddling the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift stuff, and also the Michelle Obama stuff. Be very careful about that. I'm not accusing any of you. I'm just telling you, you are catechized by who you surround yourself with. And if you're surrounding yourself with insane voices peddling conspiracy theories, you're going to believe the conspiracy theories. That will become your catechism, so be careful. Now, be careful with who you do business with online as well. There are lots of retailers out there that claim they can ship stuff for you, that they can save you money. I can tell you, having been a customer of Stamps.com for 20 of their 25 years, that they're the company you want to do business with. As your small business or individually, as a sole proprietor lawyer after I left my law firm, I needed to be able to ship stuff. I needed to be able to get stamps without running to the post office all the time, without standing in line. Stamps.com makes it easy. You can get postage from them. You can get supplies from them. You can ship packages with them. You can save up to 85, 89% off the UPS and post office rates. You can even arrange pickup at your home or office. They'll come to you to get your stuff. You never have to stand in line. They speed you up. They make you more efficient. They save you money. What more could you ask for? If you go to stamps.com, click on the microphone and put in my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K, you can get a great limited time offer. You get a free digital scale. You get free postage. And more importantly, there is no long-term commitment. There's no contract to sign. That's right. No contract, no long-term commitment. It's stamps.com. You click on the microphone. You put in Eric, E-R-I-C-K. You can get shipping today. You can save money. You can get supplies from them. They are a great company. 25 years in business helping individuals and small businesses save money, stop standing in line, go to stamps.com, click the mic, put in Eric. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, <laughs> welcome. It's Eric Erickson. We have had our first phone call of, doesn't matter, Michelle Obama's not an American. <laughs> Uh, you're right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought they just said that about, I thought they said that about Brock, but now it's, now it is, um, Michelle Obama, who is apparently also not an American. Um, she was born in Chicago. I guess Chicago isn't in the United States now. Oh my gosh. They've done it about Nikki Haley. Obama, uh, Barack Obama, now Michelle Obama. Good gracious, people. May, may, maybe, maybe some people aren't cut out for the internet. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, you know her her actual last name was was Robinson, right? Maybe she's Irish. <laughs> All right, this hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan. Wherever you are nationwide. You can reach out to First Liberty. If you're buying a building, you're building a building, you're buying a franchise, expanding a franchise, uh, First Liberty, they can help you. First Liberty Building alone. They're in Noonan, Georgia. Don't let it deter you. If you're in Kalispell, Montana, they can help your business. They love doing it. They've been doing it since the 90s. FirstLibertyGA.com. FirstLibertyGA.com. Tell them I sent you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Have you all heard this uh, story? Speaking of Kalispell, Montana, uh, in Montana, there's a story out that child services in Montana have taken a teenage girl out of her home because the girl now identifies as a boy and the parents have refused to allow the child to transition. And because they refuse to allow the child to transition, the Montana Child and Family Services showed up at their home and took the child away because the child apparently complained to child services that her parents would not allow her to become a boy. There may be more to the story, yes, but it is alarming, um, really, really alarming that uh, this is becoming a thing. Whether whether all the details here are accurate or not, you can't deny uh, this is becoming a real thing where parents are having to worry about the, um, the uh, child services showing up because of gender issues. Uh, this is a, a huge mental health issue in this country. And unfortunately, government and culture, the academy and Hollywood, they're all siding with the people with mental issues trying to pretend the mental issues are normal, which is a pattern for the left now too. The homelessness issue is just an unhoused issue. It's it's we're just we're pretending that the problems aren't problems. And that's how they've decided to solve the problems. We're not going to report the crime. We're going to say the problem's not a problem and we're going to say that the mental health issue isn't mental health, that it's perfectly normal. Uh crazy is no longer crazy. In fact, you're crazy if you're sane. Uh, sanity is now deemed to be the insane thing. It's just so wild. When we come back, what do we do with Iran? The president says he's got a response prepared, but do we even believe him?
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.